0: One of the questions I had for you, you know, as a society,
1: okay. right
0: now, in in this 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 uh, drama that we're living, <laughs> uh, most people are living. I know you're not living it. No, I'm not living the drama to, to the degree that uh, I, I I see around me. Um, what do you, what could you share with somebody to get them sort of in the zone that you and I exist in, as far as what we accept, what we're willing to do, uh, best scenarios, the best understanding your understanding of the immune system is so massive. Um, so something uh, that you can sum up to, to give our viewers a good idea of, you know, what can they do right now uh, to, get, to get themselves in a better place on all levels? On all levels. Wow, that's a big question. So let's, let's, I'm going to unpack a few of those points. Um, the first thing is, um, why do you get up in the morning? I always ask patients, You know, what drives you? Why do you get up in the morning? I mean, if you have back pain, you have neck pain, if you got cerebral palsy, if you had a stroke, why don't you just lay there and die, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that Mm -hmm. sounds, oh, Fred, you don't really do that. Yes. Ask my family and staff. I ask crazy questions because quite honestly, I want to know what motivates them. Well, it's for my family. It's for my kids. Oh, good. That's healthy. All right. So you're motivated to get out, not for your job, but for your kids or your wife or your husband or your partner, whatever that motivates you. Okay, that's going to get you out. Okay, that's great. Then why don't you want to be the best you can be? Well, I do. When I said who in your life around you tells you and shows you ways to be the best you can be? And they say, well, just you, Dr. Clary. Okay, I'm your coach, but you need more. So the first thing I tell everyone is, you know, check your friends. Sorry, check your friend circle. And that that may mean you have to cut invisible ties with your family. If your family's all COVID scared and they're wearing goggles and masks and they're driving alone in their car, I mean, you got to be careful with people like that. I always know when I'm driving the car, who to avoid. Because if I see someone driving alone in the car and they got a mask, goggles, and gloves on, I'm like, ah, I'm slowing down. Get away from them. They're going to cause an accident because they're afraid afraid of dying. Well, are you really living (laughs) if you got all that stuff on? (laughs) You're not even living in the first place. So get out of the way, you know? So I'm, you know, like I tell people in powerlifting, I hate to keep going back to that. But like I tell people in powerlifting, the first thing you need is a coach, just like I did with you. I mean, you could have read on the Internet or read a book on powerlifting or how to squat or whatever. But having someone come to you and say, hey, come here, let me show you how this is done. We're going to get you some results now. And having someone who's got a keen, trained eye, a keen, trained, critical thinking mind around you all the time and questions you. You don't want yes people. That's where we have problems in government right now. Um, if you flip on any of the, the talking heads on the news, you know there's so much BS out there. And people say, well, Fred, what do you think about that? And I go, there's too many yes men and women. There's people that just agree instead of saying, hey, is there a better way to do this? Did you really get into the other person's shoes? before you do this procedure or impeach this person or vote this way or kick this person out, before you do any of that, is it best for the little guy? Is it best for the middle guy? Is it best for the big guy? You have to have critical thinking. What plays, if I was a football coach, who are we playing? Oh, I don't know who we're playing next week. You don't have a schedule? Where's your schedule? It's right here, I see a schedule. All right, you're playing. Oh, Tampa Bay. Well, who are the players? I don't know. Well, do some research. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Now there's a big quarterback at Tampa Bay. How does he play? Go get the videos, do the research, read a book, and then pretty soon get around people who've played him. Ask the questions. What does he do? He changes everything. He's gonna do little pop flies and kill you because you're looking for the long bombs. And if you're looking for the long bombs, he'll do these, if you're looking for the short pop pop passes, he'll switch and do the long bombs. How do you play him? Uh, You gotta have a better defensive line. Oh, that's how they beat him before. Okay, maybe we'll try that. That takes effort. And you do that with life. When you look at your health and when someone says, oh, you know, wear this mask. And I'm, I'm not here to debate mask or not. That's not what it's for. But I always say, well, why does it help? Do we have research? Well, that's what everyone else says to do. I don't care what they say. They've been, they've been incorrect over 56 times on, of many things about this COVID. So, and I've been keeping track. So I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Social distancing, does that work? What does that really help? Okay, what about my physical health? We're talking about defense. Can I, can I beat this thing? there's no one in there to say they can beat this thing, but they talk about asymptomatic people and it doesn't affect the kids. Well, what are they doing? Right. Why aren't we studying? Why are we studying the people, the winners, instead of talking about the losers you flip on TV. Oh, this yeah. person died of this disease or COVID or whatever. And I'm like, well, that's great. You know, it's horrible, but it's great. You, you're trying to study the death, but once you start the winners, I don't know. If I was in the NFL and trying to be a Super Bowl champion, I study the formula procedures of the Super Bowl winners. I study the winners. I don't go and study the losers. If I want when I was a teenager, and this is before the Internet. We had rotary phones. This would have been the 80s. There's a guy named Anthony Clark. He was a year older than me. He was uh, he was the strongest teenager in the world for a while. He's the first teenager to bench 600. You know, he squatted like 800 as a kid, and he was in uh, Houston, uh, Texas. And I was in I was a freshman in college, and I'm like, damn, I and I knew he worked out at uh, he owned a world's. He was a young kid that owned a gym, just like I owned a world's gym very young. So I'm like, called him up. And I'm like, dude, you know, this is Frank Clay. Oh, I remember you from Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just squatted 800. I saw it in Power from USA Magazine. You had to wait months to get results back then. And I'm like, can I come train with you? So I had to pack up my car, drive all the way from Baltimore to Houston to learn 15 minutes worth of tips. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, everyone's a biologist, an expert and epidemiologist because they go to the Google machine or they get on their laptop and someone told them this is an expert, or they watch a short YouTube, one thing you have to do is do the work yourself. You have to do the research, and you start with getting people around you that support success, and that may be getting a new spouse, or, and I'm not advocating go get divorced, but you're going to have to have that hard conversation. Honey, You know, this is what I believe. I'm going to change jobs. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to lose 100 pounds. And she'll go, oh, you've said that last year. You'll never do that. Well, you're not if you stay in that house. Mm. Well, honey, you know what? I'm going to move out to an apartment. And what do you mean? You're getting separate? No, I'm going to get in shape. And I'm going to get people around me that support me. And once I get in shape, I'll come back. And then I'll help you. Mm. For Fred, that's pretty hard. Um, That's the only way it's going to work. And when you have those hard conversations You know, I mean, I've had hard conversations with patients. I treat a lot of athletes, kids, five foot one. I know you like basketball. You ain't going to make the NBA. Sorry, you're not. Or I talk to a kid who's six foot one and weighs 150 pounds. You're not going to make the NFL, kid. I I weigh 330 and I'm I'm six foot one. And, you know, you'd have to gain 200 pounds just to be a decent offensive lineman, Mm -hmm. you know, and you just can't eat enough food. Um, you're not wired that way. Having truth around you, common sense, that's what you have to start doing. And a lot of us don't do that. A lot of us have yes people around us that just validate, oh, he's a bad professor. He's a bad teacher in school. Well, screw that. If they're a bad teacher, a bad professor, and I've had those, you know, I went and got a different book. I went and got mentors or people that helped me. I found that assistant lab, uh, you know, the lab assistant in organic chemistry who would sit down with me for an hour a week to show me some of the stuff that I didn't understand. I found a way to do it. You know, they always say it's the teacher's job to communicate, and that's true. But if they suck, it's the student's job to squeeze everything out of life. Every moment you have in that classroom, every moment you have, you should be squeezing it. And I've always had that life philosophy and I try to give it to my patients that why aren't you squeezing everything you can out of life? And if you don't have people around you that think the same way, Mm -hmm. you may want to start thinking about spending minor time with them. You want to spend major time with major people and minor time with minor people. And, And again, it's, oh, Fred, that's judgy. Why would you spend your time hanging out with a heroin addict unless you're trying to help them and sitting there and watching them do heroin? Well, Fred, I would never do that. What's the difference of someone watching a sitcom and not going to the gym? It's the same thing. It's intellectual heroin. They're just numbing themselves. If you can't have a deep conversation about history or sociology or psychology, or you, you don't have, you don't have goal setting days with your spouses or your friends, what are you doing? I mean, really, you're wasting your time. And it's okay, you know, if you want to be a sheep, go be a sheep. And that's what the problem is. You turn on TV, there's a lot of sheep. But you weren't designed for that. No. Every one of those people that were born that sit around and just watch Netflix, they were born with more inside. It's called DNA. We all have similar DNA. And if if this person can do it, I will find the way that I can do it. And if I have obstacles thrown at me and physical maladies, then I'll go to a chiropractor or go to a doctor. I'll go to a coach. I'll find ways to go around it because I'm smart enough to say, you know what? I can't figure this out. Let me find someone who's smarter than me and go for it. I have a lot of coaches in my life and will continue to. And when I outgrow that coach, you get someone stronger and smarter. You go to the next one. Mm -hmm. My whole goal when I coach powerlifting and I do a lot of life coaching and mentoring is I start off and saying, I want you to outgrow me. Mm -hmm. That is the goal. And when you outgrow me, Mm -hmm. I've won.